Okay, so are we all suitably scared? Why should we be scared, David? Because it's Halloween. Oh, we we did just come in the after some. Of the witch. So that we're we're just responding to creepy music that. Yeah. Let everybody. Okay. All right. So we'll do that in post. <laughs> yeah. Man. Okay. All right. It's the fucking cool, cool. magic of podcasts. Right. Just make sure. You know. Okay. Or maybe I'll do some jolly music and you look like an Egypt. <laughs> Why he just play Christmas music? <laughs> so um, welcome, everyone. Hello. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. So weird. That's okay. No, that's fine. Um, we're not, well, you know. Anyway, uh, we're going to do a Halloween episode, an October uh, Halloween episode. Um, well, this will come out before October, so hopefully everyone will still be in the mood. Um, and then what we're going to... You say Halloween episode, you just mean we're going to talk about Halloween and like... You know, what it is. events and what what's happening. To us. Right, yeah. You know, the where history it came of from. it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no, that's probably not it, right? Or we could do... All right. The um, 50 best slash scariest horror movies. According to who? Ever. According to Empire Magazine. Okay. Which right. I do. No, that's respectable. Yeah. Uh, like it an awful lot. And yeah. this um, particular list was devised and put together by Owen Williams, James White, John Nugent, Emma Thrower, Phil Desemlian, and Ben Travis. And if you want to check it out, it's on their website. Okay. So it's not like it's one person. No. It's a collective group. They yeah. probably voted. I'm sure they, they did. voted some off, voted right. some on. Right. They probably got in a lot of fist fights. Right. There's some strong right. words thrown about. Okay, cool. And we're going to use this as a backdrop for us to discuss. Right. It's not necessarily what we like. No. What we think. No. We're just going to. Yeah, everything is subjective. Jumping off point. Okay, great. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll wrap it up and then we'll kind of maybe, if we've lost or missed anything that, you know, that we want to add in there, we can throw that in at the end. So it's 50, which is a lot. So we're not going to do all 50. Everyone takes a huge You're right. oh, sigh. Okay. But we're gonna do. We're gonna basically. I'm gonna go from fifty to thirty rapidly. I'm gonna just list all the names of those films that they have in this list, and then we'll talk about the top thirty a little bit more at length. And we'll skip over some because I'm sure we haven't seen them all. Right. No. I'm, um, yeah. I mean, we like horror movies, but it's not. This is not a horror podcast. Right. This is a messy whatever it wasn't. podcast. No. <laughs> so, uh, but we we obviously do like films, and we've probably seen. I would say the majority of these, but we won't have seen them all. So hopefully we can introduce you to something that you haven't seen and maybe get something out we of it. We will get introduced to some stuff. And yeah, yeah, I think so too. And and if you're listening to this and you're like, I wonder if I can see any of these films, there's probably a good chance that you could see them this month in the theater, which is, for a horror movie, the proper place to see it is in the theater. Amongst screaming people. Uh, amongst screaming people, so you right. can get people's reactions. Um, you know, there's no outside. It's dark and it's right. loud um, and it's big and it's in your face. So... Um, Armor Theater and Tapcade, they have Shocktober this month. We're, we're already... Yeah, you know, every year. Um, it's great. We're, we're one third of the way into it, but they uh, every night they have a different horror movie at both places, both at Armor and Tapcade. So um, if you look at here our list and then go to their website, go to screenland.com, you should be able to find something uh, to go and, uh, and scare you with. What would you be most excited about going to Shocktober to see? Uh, I think I'm going to be presenting Coraline, actually. Which one was that? Which one was that? Coraline's the Neil. Oh, Gaiman. Coraline! Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fucking with the button eyes. That's uh-huh. fucking. It's creepy. creepy, but it's terrific. It's a beautiful yeah. film. Yeah. So I think I might be presenting that l- later this month. So I'm, that's I'm, fun. Um, oh. uh, the John Carpenter Little Festival. I like that one. Carpenter Fest. It's yeah, always fun. Yep. So I'm hopefully checking that out. And that's toward later part of the month. And then I think on, on Halloween they have Halloween three, right? This year. Uh, they have on Halloween. Actual proper Halloween is John Carpenter's Halloween, um, oh, yeah. and then um, at armor and then at tap k they've got halloween three season of the season witch. witch yeah yeah which is the mask one. it's fucking good dude yeah it's, it's so not a bad good. film no no no, no it's not, not a bad film yeah 
So, um, right, let's go. Start at 50 and I'll just kind of run down. Okay, you're just going to... I'm just going to say movie names. Okay. Cabin in the Woods. Is uh, number 50? Yeah. What? Uh-huh. Audition. So good. <laughs> uh, should have been higher. Devil Rides Out. For me, should have been higher. I love that film. Um, uh, someone just interesting just asked me on social media, something like, anyone have any good horror movie suggestions? I said Devil Rides Out. Um, uh, so... It's a great film. Hammer movie. Cat People, uh, 1942. Okay. I should just say the, the years too. Oh. Day of the Dead, 1985. Um, that's the one with Bub, right? Uh, Drag Me to Hell, 2009. Oh, yeah. Sam Raimi. Uh, Kill List, 2011. Ben Wheatley. Fucking freaky film. Well, uh, it's Ben Wheatley. Yeah. Dracula, 1958. That's the Christopher Lee. Uh, the film my mother ran out of the theater when she went to see it with my dad and hid in the bathroom. Uh, Blair Witch Project, 1999. Yeah. 20th anniversary. It's 20 yeah. years old. Yeah. Uh, number 41, The Babadook. Uh, Babadook. Psychologically Babadook. fucking crazy. 2014. Uh, number 40, Bride of Frankenstein. 1935, that's a James Whale classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Frankenstein, number 39, also James Whale, of course. The Boris Karloff, James Whale classic. Uh, then Dracula, uh, Bela Lugosi. Uh, 1931, uh, 38, uh, 37, Poltergeist. 1982, great fucking mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, Tobe Hooper, Hooper uh, the late Tobe Hooper. And... Um, uh, Executive produced by Steven Spielberg. Uh, number 36, Wreck, REC, 2007. I've never seen this. Always wanted to. Yeah. I know they did a remake. It's supposed to be shit, but this is supposed to be excellent. Yeah. Uh, that's 2007. Uh, number 35, Hereditary, Hereditary, oh, uh, my God. 2018. Of course, we all know that, that one, but that one, Don't Look Now, 1973, um, which is a really fucking freaky film, and the end of that movie is nuts. Uh, number 33, Let the Right One In, 2008 fucking great beautiful mm-hmm. film I always like horror movies or stuff that's set in icy super well we'll get to that later super icy um, locales because you know the way the blood looks it's like yeah. so stark yeah. in contrast um, number 35 2D Innocence in 1961 number 31 Shaun the Dead makes the list uh. 2004 uh, it's not fucking scary though no, but it's fucking it's great, great. Yeah. Uh, number 30 It Follows and that's when we will begin Okay. So number 30, It Follows from 2014. Did you see this film? I saw it in the theater, yeah. As did I. Yeah. Yep. What did you think of it? Um, when I left, when I walked out of the theater, I was unsettled, but I couldn't figure out why I was unsettled. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, it wasn't exactly like what I thought it was going to be. So coming out of there, I'm like, well, I don't know. It wasn't really scary, but um, the more I thought about it, it it made me keep thinking about it, and if you've if you've never seen it, um, it's imagine like Jason or Freddy or you know the um, you know like some sort of stalker, but the stalker's not like an actual monster. It's like a a sexually transmitted disease. Yeah, like sexually you, transmitted killer. Yeah, sexually transmitted. Like you know you you've had sex with somebody that had this killer, and now you're going to die. Right. You know, uh, however many days later, and it just kind of stalks you as you go. Uh, but it was shot in such a way that just kind of kept you uncomfortable the whole time because there were things that were just recognizable, but slightly off. Right. So you couldn't stop, like I couldn't stop thinking about like, well, that was, something was really weird about that scene. Right. So, uh, I thought it was really good as far as just kind of getting into your head and just kind of warming in the, in there. It's, Uh, it's, it's a callback to those, that promiscuous teen kind of, you know, from the early slasher films. Sure. Um, I, I feel the same way about it. It was fine, but you know, honestly, if you were to sit there, if I sit there and t- tell you what happened in the end, I couldn't remember. I can't remember. I have no idea. I mean, it was good. Yeah, it fucked with you too much. Like, yeah, I know, that's I, what I thought of it. I enjoyed it, but it, I forgot about yeah. it the week after I saw it. Um, 
Would I put it in the top 50? No fucking chance. No, I don't think I would have. And so there's I'm that. quite surprised, actually, that's yeah. there. But okay. Um, number 20. I, I think, you know, usually in these lists, they always try and shuffle into in, you know, films that, you know, are like bucking the genre yeah, a lot outside or, the yeah, norm. Yeah, maybe it's give, it gave something a different. And it did a little sure, bit. It did. But, uh, and also, that, you know, films that aren't just all from like, the 30s and the 80s so you have to put something relatively new in there so i think that's probably why it made the mm-hmm. list i would say audition needs to be way up oh man i was just gonna say so we should I just kind of literally that. just that fucking that. film is incredibly disturbing yeah um so that definitely needs to be way higher on the list yeah the so audition was way those, off on that one those first first of those like types of movies where you're watching you're like yeah it's not really scary in right. the <laughs> what the fuck right what the fuck was that yeah. Like that, yeah, exactly. that kind of like, oh, and then right. you're just on edge the whole yeah. time. You're like, oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I would say that um, It Follows has a touch of the ring about it too. And ring you, you know, where you're passing something along yeah. to the next yeah. person. Yeah. So it makes you think about that. Right. Wasn't you the, do, you I don't, pass that I don't think you watch it for that specific story. I think the acting was great. It was a beautiful film. I think it was just that unsettling nature and not being able to pin on why you're unsettled until afterwards and you figure it out. It's pretty wild. Right. Um. Okay, so 29, Night of the Living Dead, the 1968 George A. Romero classic. Um, yeah, that's a fucking classic for what it is. Yeah. Kind of started the whole zombie thing off. Um, shot in black and white. Um, and it's, you know, it's on everybody. Everybody will watch it one time during October, probably. Sure, it's yeah. one of those films. Um, what can we say about it? Should be higher up the list? Should it? Mm, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it scary? Not really. Not really. But for what grew out of it, possibly. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because there's a, there's, no, I'm I sure get there's a ton of other films that we're going to get to here that wouldn't exist without, without this film, it. Without it, sure. So. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's been done so much now. And then, of course, you have The Walking Dead. You have um, Fear of the Walking Dead. That's just kind of zombie genres. Just a, probably way overdone. Yeah. At this point now. Well, I think it's kind of been, it's hard to find an original way to tell that zombie story right. after like, like you said, Walking Dead, um, 28 yeah. Days Later. Well, we'll uh, I think Shaun that's the Dead, on this Zombieland. list. Um, and 28 Days Later did something a bit different. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. Um, uh, number 28, The Descent, 2005, Neil Marshall's I film. watched that movie. I saw it in the movie theater too. I I saw it um, last year. At First Shocktober. Time? No, no, no. I had seen it before. Okay. But we did it for Shocktober. We did it in the caves. We showed it at in the caves here oh, in Kansas cool. City yeah. and sold tickets. And so we were in a cave watching this. So you'd seen it before. Oh, yeah. So yeah. W- what was the experience yeah. enhanced? Uh, it, you know, it did. The creep factor was there. I mean, just yeah. kind of like the echoes of like, because that film is, some of it is so very silent. Right. You know, and you can hear like the, the water rushing and dripping and the creaking and the crunching was right. amplified. But the coolest thing was the number of people had never seen it. And yeah. there's like a really good jump scare, and to watch that jump towards scare, the end. Oh one? my god, it was great to watch. No, we're trying not yeah. to spoil it here. Yeah, no, we won't spoil anything. But um, yeah, no, that that movie was. Uh, I never saw the the sequel, so I don't know if it's any good. Right. But I did enjoy that film a lot. I think it's overrated. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I, I don't know. I I would I put it in the top thirty horror movies? No fucking way. But yeah, it's hard to say. I think it might make the list, but I well. Because there are other movies that are similar make a top to that, like hundred list, like maybe because high tension and stuff like that. But I don't think of those as being um, a horror movie. It's more of a right. like an action thriller right. or like a thriller. But this one was there was kind of a creep factor. There was 
Yeah, something. And if you're super claustrophobic, was, you're probably going to on the edge of your yeah, fucking seat for you're this You're claustrophobic. Yeah. There's something. And there's the psychological effect that happens amongst the group where they start to like break down, break right. down on each other. Right. And all of that culminates, I think, into mm-hmm. a really well-made, um, like that's what you want. Yeah. They look like um, Gollum or it looks like they look like, uh, well, anyway, um, mm-hmm. it, yeah, there, there's a, there's a note here and I would read this note. Um, um, they keep the monsters off screen for a good chunk of the yeah. film. And that is, to be honest, almost really, really good horror films or suspense movies do that because obviously your imagination is a yeah. much more powerful tool than actually what you're going to see visually and they can't really recreate that right i would say another good example of that is a film called the relic have you seen that with tom sizemore oh, del toro uh no 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 tom it's it's like a it's a it's a monster fe- fe- yeah. feature in a museum yeah. yeah but they keep the monster off screen for the first a good hour again and it's fucking great the film just ticks along I know really, I know I've seen it yeah, really yeah, really yeah. well yeah. and then when you see them it's just it's just a letdown yeah you know because you can never you know and especially because they it. built it through yeah. and then it's just it just kind of spoils the plot a little bit sure. I think maybe there's a touch of that here mm-hmm. with this one as well so um, but the relic is also check it out it's okay. not super scary but it's yeah. it's got its jumps in it um, number 27 the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974, the the classic Toby Hoop, Toby Hoop, Toby, Toby Hooper, Hooper yeah, yeah. Uh, film. Absolutely, so. this should be on the list, and it maybe be it should be a little higher. higher. I would yeah. agree with that because yeah. this was there was nothing like it out there at the time. Yeah, um, it was. I remember when I saw it first, you, you didn't, know, and that was back in the days of you know VHS. You didn't know if this is a, is this like someone just shot this and it just. Is this a snuff film? Yeah. It has that real Probably realistic feel to it. Like today, I don't imagine it would have the same impact because in when that came out, you didn't have 400 serial killer podcasts. Right. You know, n- the world wasn't all up about Ed Gaines business. We didn't know so much about him. But, you know, now it's like, oh yeah, okay, there's, you know. Yeah. These these guys exist and we mine hunter is like I just don't think it would have the same impact because I think then it was, all that stuff was kind of sheltered. People didn't really know about the silly serial killers were just right. recently categorized. Um, so I don't know that if, if it was released today, having not come out before, if it would have the same impact. But I think it probably did inspire. I mean, it's it's great. It's super fun. Right. Um, so, yeah. And it uh, that one bit where he shuts the fucking door, like that huge heavy metal door, it just is. For whatever reason, it's just chilling. It's it, it speaks it, it get it it's somewhere deeper in you. It's kind of disturbs you yeah. on a different level. And I remember I had never seen nothing like that before when I'd seen it. So I would definitely put that higher on this uh, list. Yeah, I, think I definitely that 27 think twenty seven is definitely way too low for that one. Yeah, because it, it, it there was nothing like it, you know, up until that. Well, point. I mean, I haven't heard the other twenty six yet, but I'd have to say, yeah, I would. I would bet that there's something I would sub out. I wonder, let me just see if this film is on. I went to that. Um, I, I, I Spit in Your Grave, a John Carpenter movie, one of his earliest ones. Also really fucking disturbing. I think it's right around the same time. Probably, early 70s too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's on here too, but I would. that is also like a really fucked up movie that, yeah, changed things around. Yeah. Did it have an X rating? Yeah. When it came out? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number 26 is The Others, a 2001 film starring Nicole Kidman. Um, it's a ghost story about the kids and all that. Have you seen it? Yeah. 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 Oh, it was good. Yeah. It was okay. I'm, I, I don't even, I don't know what's on here. I wouldn't. Yeah. I would Nope. 
I would have. Yeah. Uh, we're doing saying that a lot here. Yeah. This empire fucking lists a bunch of bollocks. I'm, again, I'm I'm sure that they debated, and there's something about the others that was you know um, unique or done differently, or a new concept on an or a new spin on an old concept or something. Um, yeah. It. Yeah, it was all right. It was good. It was good. Yes. So uh, that's the others. Again, probably shouldn't make this list, but um, we're gonna go with it. Um. Yeah, uh, number 25, 28 Days Later. So we've already kind of touched on this. Yeah. I thought in 2002, this film did a really good job of giving a different look to zombies because they are fast. They are yeah. super quick in this. And it was just like the the bit where, um, um, what is his name? Brendan Gleeson gets infected. The dad, when just a little drop of blood from the bird yeah, dropped in his yeah. eye. And then immediately is just overtaken by the disease. It was yeah. almost treated like a disease more so than zombies. Did he even say the Z right. word in I this? I don't remember film? if they, they did not or not. I think what was the most scary to me was not the zombies themselves. Like they were fast. Like, oh shit, zombies are running. That's terrifying. Right. But the how quickly like we devolved into oh, yeah. like that. Was, I thought the most scary was the soldiers like and yeah. how they're like, yeah, sorry, but we're going to take your women because we're going right. to repopulate the earth. You know, it's like yeah. we're going to use them as cattle yeah. essentially. And I was like, oh, God, no, 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 no. This, yeah. There's zombies out there. This, I don't want to be. You got gut. shit. That right. was more scary to me, like how yeah. quickly people will devolve. Killian Murphy, his breakout role. Yeah. What a fucking great actor. Um, Danny Boyle. Brilliant. And um, that opening scene, the hello, hello, that whole bit yeah. where he's walking through um, London and it's there's no one left. It's desolate, yeah. Um, I think they did, they kind of ripped that off The Walking Dead. Well, they actually did 100% ripped that off The Walking Dead. Or vice versa, you mean? Or? No, I think Walking Dead came out after. Oh, did it? Yeah. Wait, no, wait. who are you saying ripped off who? Sorry, I'm like. Walking I'm Dead I'm ripped off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, where yeah, Rick wakes yeah. up in the hospital, yeah. same fucking yeah. thing, yeah. and then wanders out. Yeah. But, uh, Really, really well done. Um, Christopher Eccleston, Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, 13, I forgot he was in that. See, the 11th, 10th, 9th Doctor. 8th? Yeah. We just, hold on, hold on. Number this 10. This is we become a different podcast now. <laughs> Christopher Eccleston. Just that one season as Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, and he was really, really good. He was. He helped revitalize the whole he sure did. Um, franchise. So good job, Chris. Thanks, thanks, thanks for that. And... Um, yeah, so, yeah, they don't have to say zombies, I, I guess, because I'm reading a little blurb here. They talk, they say infected, infected, everyone's right. infected. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was great. Um, all right, number 24, um, A Quiet Place. I have not seen this. Uh, I haven't either. Oh, God. I know, I, it's on, know, it's in my queue. And yeah, it's, it's in it's my queue too. Video. I, just and I, I wanted to see it so bad in the theater. Like that was, I'm kind of yeah. like punishing myself because I was like, for sure. Again, this is one you'd have to see without distraction. Right. So. And I think that's, everybody said the same thing. It was built for movie theaters. Yeah. And to have that experience with people. Cause just, and it would be, I think it'd be super cool just sit there in complete silence in a mm-hmm. movie theater and no ever afraid to eat their popcorn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In case they're like, it's too noisy. Yeah. Um, so is this in Shocktober, I wonder? Uh, let's see. Because I, I would love to have an opportunity to see this in the movie theater. Otherwise, we can maybe pull some strings and make that happen. We probably could. I we know we a guy. Um, it's not on the list. But yeah, John uh, Krasinski, uh, Emily Blunt, and um, uh, number two is coming out in 2020. Mm-hmm. So there's a sequel to be made. February, I think, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. So number 23 then is The Omen from 
1976. Sure. Yeah, I, I think that definitely deserves to be on the list. I think 100%. Yeah. What a fucking chilling film. Great soundtrack. Chilling is a really good word to use for it. Uh, Richard Donner directed. Um, also directed Superman. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, cast is Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, David Warner, and Harvey Spencer Stevens. And it that little boy, man, was just, who was Harvey Spencer Stevens, was fucking great and yeah. so scary. Yeah. Damien. I thanked God that my name wasn't da- Damien. And then I looked at Damien's in a different way. Afterwards? After that oh, film. Oh, yeah, it took a while. Film. Yeah. Scared the fucking shit out of yeah. me. Um, yeah, the Antichrist and all that stuff. That's, you know, because it's so deeply ingrained in our culture with our religion. It's uh, when you tap into that stuff, I think it kind of speaks it, The timing for that release was perfect. Again, if you released it today, it wouldn't have the same. I don't think it would have the same sort Probably of. Probably not. Was remade um, and uh, didn't do shit. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I just don't think, Yeah. you know. So, um, number 22, Suspiria from 1977, the original Dario Argento, Italian classic. Uh, crazy fucking film. Did you see the mm-hmm. new one? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah, like it? Yeah, I did. I did. I liked it. Um, again, it's that there's that sense of un- being unsettled the entire time. It's just kind of relentless yeah. of just like, what the fuck? What's like, happening? What, yeah. what? Yeah. Right. Just on. Yeah. Yeah, and like the adrenaline rush that happens like when it's over when you just kind of like are able to like okay that was wild yeah well that's good I mean if you feel like you've been through something or uh, yeah that's kind of what it should feel like mm-hmm. you know you've been on a roller coaster you have all that adrenaline coursing through your veins back and forth so it should make you tired and yeah it should feel like you've done something mm-hmm. so um, yeah Suspiria is fucking mental and um, I haven't seen the new one, but Adam has, and he says it's good too. So maybe check both of it's those. It's streaming, I think, on like everything right now. Right. So there's no reason not to watch that movie. So number 21 is Eyes Without a Face from 1960. I have not seen this one, nope. so I'll read the blurb out. Um, directed by Fran- uh, Georges Franju. Um, it looks like it's a French movie. Uh, horror movies Oh, horror movies love a mad scientist, and they don't come much madder than Pierre Bra- Brasseur's boffin, Dr. Genesier. In this quietly insidious spooker, he attempts to make amends for causing the car accident that's ruined his daughter's face by grafting the visages of other women onto it. You don't what? need to be off-fay with the plot of Face Off to see where this could go wrong. George George's capacity to eke pathos as well as Ix from premise uh, makes an enduring classic and more than worthy of Pedro Almodovar's 2011 homage, The Skin I Live In. Huh. So I haven't seen either of those. So eyes without a face. Put it on your list okay. if you haven't watched it. All right, I have not. I will. Um, number twenty, and I will. I, I love this film. I don't know if I would have put it in this. Uh, the fog from our John Carpenter, okay. nineteen eighty. All right. I mean, it's fucking great. Yeah. But I, I mean, know this is a, a movie it. I was super enthusiastic about it when I saw it when I was like nine, ten years old. Right. And like. Yeah, what? Yeah, and it's I don't know. I it's for me it's a classic. It I kind of got the same feeling that I think probably people did like with the original Blob. You know, mm-hmm. like um, it it felt like a really good drive-in scary movie to see. Big time Saturday night. Yeah, scary film. Yeah, I mean I like, I love the you don't have to movie. pay too much attention to it. Just eat popcorn, yeah. drink soda, and get scared and a little just bit. Just get scared a little bit. But I, you know, I don't know if jump scared. Maybe, maybe. Oh, does it make the list? Thing? Is what you're trying to say? It makes the list. But oh. I don't know if it makes it as high as twenty. Oh, okay. They remade this too. It. Yeah. Tom Welling, um, Jimmy Lee Curtis, 
All right. Was in this one actually? Who, no, who was in? Oh, it was um, Selma Blair. Um, was in the oh, remake. I never saw the remake. Like, it's not, you know, it's right. fine. It's not yeah. great, but this is great. And the pirates looked fucking creepy with the red eyes, and uh, there was a little bit of, like ominous kind of like, uh, like just drawn through where y- you knew, especially when they're in the in the church in the third act, you knew they were fucked. Like oh. you're like this, you kind of. I think it's out in the poster. You can't escape the fog, right? Yeah, you fucking can't. You can't. Yeah, um, but yeah, if you haven't seen the fog from J- John Carpenter, definitely check it out. Yeah, it's um, yeah, no, it's a fun. It's yeah. a great fucking yeah. movie. Yep, and it's something that like you know, don't let your kids watch. Nine's a bit young, Adam. Oh, yeah, but you know, it says a lot about you. Right. Uh, I, but I would let maybe like you know, twelve, thirteen, perfect age to watch a film like this. Yeah, maybe it was closer. To that. I just mean it was. It was just a few years after it come out. I saw it on yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. And fog is scary, like just in general. Yeah. It makes Oh no, it is. It's you know, atmospheric. It's, yeah. It changes the look of everything, yeah. makes everything unfamiliar. Yeah. Like you I've looked at the same thing every day, but you throw some fog in that and you're like, I'm not gonna go over there. Yeah. I don't want to go out there yeah. now. Yep. Uh, number nineteen, two thousand seventeen's get out. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure. It's yeah. fucking great. It uh ter- amazing. Uh, yeah. it's a di- it's a it's a it's something unique, which we don't have a lot of that. And it's a unique film going experience. The f- so. first time I watched this, I was only able to watch the first. I can't recall what happened. Like something happened. And you I had so disturbed to, had to, you to leave. No, no, no. Like some, I can't remember why I had to like stop it or pause it or walk out. Like I had to leave for some reason. Yeah. Um, and so I tried watching it again and I was like, you know, I just don't get what everybody's so. And after like, it, I must have left that one right moment. before yeah. the first, like, yeah whoa yeah uh yeah. and so that was it was amazing kind of like watching that first half of her i'm like i just don't get what the hubbub is about yeah. i don't get it and then i'm like oh shit uh, and then the end like it just kept yeah. it kept it's and like, it's funny too oh yeah and um, of course yeah. jordan peele is amazing but it's funny but it has a lot of it's, it's a very quiet disturbing vibe going on yeah. like the whole kind of meeting her parents and then being like you know just too cool to you know like i felt uncomfortable watching that because yeah. you know you could underlying very right they're just kind of just stepping aside there. yep yep and then when the the teacup bit uh, it, that's a what the fuck yeah. just happened moment yeah. which you don't get that much anymore so just for that you know to just take that left turn and you'd be not, not have seen that coming. Yeah. And then you, when you get into it, you're like, this is fucking wild. You know, this is like a Twilight Zone, which Jordan Peele's doing now. Yeah. But it, it's, wa- it's wacky. What's stuff. crazy is I remember like social media, like he, seeing people who didn't like it, who were like, you know, no, that movie's shit and it's no good and blah, blah, blah. Really? Um, yeah. But they have a lot in common with the same people recently. Um, Chuck Wending has a book called The Wanderers Out. And there's a bunch of people who are like, this mo- this book is terrible. It's shit. It's bad. You know, like, don't read this book. It's the worst book I've ever read. And then it turns out, like, if you, like, go track those people who are making those comments back to their social media, they all have, like, eagles as avatars. <laughs> you know, they all have, like, MAGA hats on. Okay. And it's all people who are like, like, oh, I see a little bit of myself. <laughs> I don't like the mirror and holding up Yeah, that's not. Yeah. So this, you know, fuck you. You know, right. like, no, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's wild. Uh, yeah, but Get Out, of course, great. And I hope everybody's seen it. And it won Best Screenplay for Jordan Peele. Come on, a fucking horror genre movie? Yeah. Always champion that, you know? Um, so, uh, Psycho, number 18, from 1960. Again, yeah. yeah. 
did was doing things that no one no one else was doing. Yep. You know that shower scene with um, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee or no, um, no. Uh, Janet Lee, <laughs> uh, Janet Lee, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mother, um, uh, was fucking visceral and yeah. and and just for its time for 1960 for them to be doing something like that was fucking crazy. Oh yeah. And uh, of course from Alfred Hitchcock, um, Anthony Perkins is incredible in it. Really fucking chilling, and you know. I, we don't really want to talk about the end of it, I guess, because it is one of the biggest twists, plot twists in the history of cinema. Yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, I have to imagine a lot like The Sixth Sense. If you don't know how this movie ends, I, how did you avoid right. that through all and the pop culture reference and every other movie? But let's not spoil it. No, no, no. I won't. I won't. Um, but if you if you haven't seen this movie, you should see this you movie. Definitely. If should. you have seen this movie and you love it, you should check out that podcast Inside Psycho. It is only yeah. six episodes long yeah. or eight episodes. And it's terrific. It, it really does a kind of a deep dive in yeah. um, how that movie came to be, its production and stuff that happened. It's that's from Wondery uh, yep. Inside Psycho. Yep. It is fucking great. It's great. terrific. Um, again, f- music in this movie, um, which of course in most of these films, you know, music sets the tone. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is like Jaws has that specific sound that then just jumped the shark a little bit into like popular, you know, pop culture. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows when they're, when you're pretend stabbing someone, you make that. Ring, ring, ring. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows to do or that. Or if like, you're swimming. When you're uh, swimming. No. Exactly. Uh, so no. I, I can't think of any other two films. I'm sure there are some, we just don't remember them yeah. right now that have that specific sound that you associate with doing a specific thing or fucking around with your buddies. Or if you're a serial killer, maybe you make that sound right, like, in your head all the time. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Psycho was it was it was amazing, and uh, mm-hmm. they did a remake of this too, which was a shot for shot re- remake by Gus Van Zandt. Yep. With uh, Vince, Vince Vaughn in it, which so fucking weird to do a shot by shot remake. I mean, if you're gonna remake a film, I get it, but then it, and yeah. if you just want to like pay tribute, I mean, don't make a whole fucking feature film where you're it's the exact, exact same film same only it's in fucking thing. color. Yeah. Like just make it, put your own stamp on it. But I never understood that, and obviously and people did lost on it. Yeah, it was yeah, like um, okay. people didn't. Yeah, you know, I would I'm like bored. to see what Goes Fast you know, idea idea was. Of what. Yeah, um, but fuck me, yeah, what a what a great movie, mm-hmm. um, uh, and probably I would say I would put this a little higher on my list, but that's just me. Oh, okay, and number seventeen is um, another movie that kind of um, weaves some humor into it. Critters. Uh, <laughs> fuck oh, ghoulies. <laughs> uh, an American Werewolf in London. Oh yeah, John Landis okay. from 1981 yep, for um, sure. Yeah, fucking great. Ah, uh, terrific. You yep. know, super funny. Yep. great fun. Yep, fucking gory, violent, scary. The bit in the train station. Oh yeah, it's that famous bit. And then his mates coming back as zombies because um, he's been killing them all <laughs> um, to haunt him. Uh, it's fucking great. And then the the the, 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 the so the, the there's two bits in this film. There's the the bit in the underground, the subway in London, uh, and then there's the the changing. The first time, oh you yeah, see him first time he changes, yep. To um, and you hear it's to um, uh, Zevon's Bad Moon Rising, right? Or no, it's uh, is it not Werewolves of London? Werewolves, no, it's not Werewolves of London was in the movie, but no, it's not. Martin Zevon didn't do Bad Moon Rising. Who's that? Who did I see? A bad oh, the Creedence. Creedence Clearwater. Yeah, yeah. Creedence Clearwater. Yeah, yeah, that whole yeah, fucking yeah. bit is just, and he's in agony. We're seeing him transform into this monster, yep. and you have this kind of jaunty kind of backdrop so it kind of flips the whole horror film or horror music, music on its right, head you yeah, know and yeah. which i kind of like that yeah. you know that juxtaposition where you're like this is a great song and i'm really disturbed right um 
It's kind of nice to that. I don't associate, yeah, like yeah. just bloody murder with yeah. credence generally. And, and, and people have done that then. I oh, think yeah. this is the first one to do that. Sure. But people have done that since, um, you know, to varying degrees of success. But I think Werewolf in London was one of the first ones. And if I'm enlisting like my top, like if, if we're going to call them the universal creatures, like your Frankenstein, your creature from a black right, right, right. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. Werewolf. werewolf he's, he's my guy. Oh, yeah. I'm a werewolf guy. Yep. Um, that's that's my pick of those. What about yeah. you? Uh, probably. Because he's, so, he's the most indiscriminate. Like, I don't know. Frankenstein's just not scary to me. Like, right. okay, whatever. And Dracula doesn't seem like I'm not his type. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like, um, but the werewolf always seems so indiscriminate. Like, I don't, children, kids, yeah. old people, guy, girl. I don't give a shit. There's I'm a, just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna go just from the time I open my eyes to the time I fucking change back. It's just a bloodbath. I would say one thing I didn't like about this film, and the other uh, another specific world film, The Howling, did. I think it, just from my own sensibility, this uh, the werewolf in this is just a big wolf creature. Yeah, it's like a big monster wolf. Yeah, I like my werewolves to be like on two slightly feet. humanoid. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like Bipedal. a human. Yeah, I like them on two feet. Yeah. And and the Howling did that, which came around, around right around the same time. Sure, which is great. Um, isn't that Joe Dante? Uh, a great fucking film. Um, as well, one of my uh, like a fave. It'll pop up sometime on uh, movies that I love that are shit for sure. Um, but uh, that's the one thing I didn't quite like about just because, and it's just my own personal. Right, right. Taste, no, I get it. Yeah, sure. You know? uh, that really fucked up. Um, uh, demon Nazi dream. Remember that. In this movie? Oh, yeah. It's yeah, also just yeah. thrown in there. It was a fucking like, crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what a fucking great. If you haven't seen Terrific. this film, definitely get to Super see it before fun. the end of the month. Yep. It's, it is great. Uh, number 16, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Caligari, yeah. From 1920. Um, and this is a... I haven't seen this film. I've read uh, so much also about it's it. Also, it's streaming. It's streaming on most... Should uh, definitely, I will yeah, definitely you check this out. This, yeah. this. I don't think it's very long either, right? Um, I mean, I don't know. I, no, I, I don't think so. I will read the little blurb. Arguably the first great horror film. Um, uh, German expressionist vision is all sharp edges and jutting angles. It remains a towering benchmark for those that followed, setting its playful story structure against a shadowy backdrop of duplicity, red herrings, and murder most foul. The story sees Werner Krauss's seemingly avuncular doc touting <laughs> out a fortune-telling sleepwalker at a town fair where the ensuing death count hints that his career as Jeremy's answers to Mystic Meg may be short-lived, both in the first twist ending in cinema history. Interesting. Oh, okay. Um, which, what follows offers a dark lens into a country soul. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, check that one out. Uh, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. So, from 1920. Uh, number 15 is Ring, um, which is interesting. Not the... No, this is Ring you, I guess. I don't... Okay, I don't know what else is on the rest of the list. Real quick, just go back to Cabinet. If yeah. you want... So, that's pretty arty. Like, now it's... Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, if you want something that's a little bit... Like, m- not really lighthearted, I wouldn't say. Uh, but something that's a little bit more accessible now, even though it's probably 30 years old, um, would be something wicked this way comes. Oh, that's w- fucking great. When Jonathan I was a Pierce. kid, yeah, and yeah, Jason Robart. Yeah. When I was a kid, that scared that movie yeah. scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. And I honestly can't tell that's you That's Ray Bradbury tale. Ray Bradbury yeah. from yeah. the Ray Bradbury story. That's a fucking really good yeah. movie. And that's I think it's also a uh, like a movie you could like kids could watch because yeah. there's nothing really gory about it. Everything's For kind sure. of insinuated that like yeah, it's, it's like a dark fairy tale. Yeah, dark fairy. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, give that. You know. 
if you're I, looking I, for I something. Get, I get a lot of a uh, uh, child catcher, chitty chitty bang bang vibe. Maybe it, because of the get up he wore yeah. from Mr. Strange. Is that his name in the movie? I don't remember. I can't remember. Um, there's a bit with tarantulas and spiders. Oh, yeah. No, there's every, anything yeah. creepy you can kind yeah. of think of that touches on a little yeah, bit. But something yeah, something wicked yeah, this like way comes. Carnival that, like, that is a fucking great shout yeah. out, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to ch- I'm gonna try and watch that um, at some point this, this October. Let me know if you found it streaming somewhere. Okay. All right. So the Ringu. Ring. I think it's Ringu. Yeah. This is uh, well, it's ring. It says so. Okay. Um, no, but it's it's um, it's it's the Japanese one. Oh, okay. Um, um, but um, what do you? I mean, of course, it's been remade and then sequels and everything, but the first fucking one was, and this is the first one where you could kind of catch the thing, like you could pass. So there's a moral. Oh, right. You weren't there's a, already. There's a moral question like, there. You have yeah. to ask yourself: Do you pass it on to someone else, or do you just bite the bullet and like and get own up to killed it. by the demon coming yeah. out of your fucking TV screen? But yeah. that whole like the way the well looked, the short video, the grainy video was kind of really disturbing. Yeah. And the the girl who then became a parody thing almost. Oh yeah. Crawling the out. Crawly the crawling thing. Yep. You know, seeing that for the disjointed. Cr- yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and definitely has a lot of those takes a lot of those Japanese horror film boxes that but this was the first one to do that at least that I was exposed to mm-hmm. um, really fucking chilling movie so I definitely would put this on the list and definitely in the top 20 so I think they they put that one right where it needs to be okay um, but I would put like definitely I would put Audition up here too yep if we're gonna go go down that road but yeah The Ring's great um, number 14 is Carrie from 1976 Brian De Palma's uh, Stephen King adaptation of the um, telekinetic um, prom queen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Carrie's great. Yeah, it's good. It was gr- also, yeah, it's great. It's got um, uh, uh, CC Spacek. CC Spacek, yeah. Um, Piper Laurie um, in that crazy mother role. She's just like every role she's ever, this yeah. is the only role she's ever done. <laughs> and yeah. Nancy Allen, which is a great movie that we've covered in uh, movies that love their shit, The Fury. And then also, it doesn't, it's William Cat is in this. No, um, is it William? Yeah, it's William Cat. Um, who was who was the 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 male antagonist and um, the guy who invites her to prom right who was also Ralph Hinckley in The Greatest American Hero oh. which from we we've yeah, talked we've done that yeah. we've waxed we, lyrical about yes, that TV show before we for love sure. it still waiting for someone to remake it into a film I think it's fucking made for it mm-hmm. the bumbling superhero oh yeah it's perfect um, now is the time to strike yeah, yeah superheroes so of, yeah. I can't look at Carrie without thinking that's Ralph Hinckley from uh, <laughs> from Greatest American Hero <laughs> What's, why is he such a jerk? Yeah. He's nice. He's so nice. He's, you know, he's nice. He's such a nice guy. But yeah, I mean, um, and then, you know, puberty, the whole, you know, that thing was yep. happening. And then, you know, and, and a lot of the, like, X-Men mutants after this, you know, you don't get your powers till you hit puberty. Right. The way that a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak, yeah. Where you, the change happens in your body. But, um, but um, I mean, I, I'm still reading. I just finished off reading the fifth book in the dark terror series oh uh song of Susanna. yes yeah just finished that one yeah yeah uh, last night actually oh. and uh I'm, I'm i'm gonna stephen king is a fucking genius yeah he is He's in creating characters and worlds and mm-hmm. uh i fucking love his stuff i mean he is underappreciated in my in my mind, uh, the you guy's think a so? There's yeah. no, oh, no, he's made a fucking he's underappreciated. shit ton. No, but I think he. I just don't think. He, I think he's he is he's not well given the credit he deserves. I mean, I from know, from an, I, a literary standpoint, I think that you know, you, I'm gonna, you're going to put him up with, 
you know, your your Dickens. And oh, your, I, I think and, they will. I, I think things just like give it time. 50 years from now when he's dead? Pro- I mean, probably. The dude is I mean, no, he's no, he's absolutely. written some shit too, but. Well, sure. He, uh, he has written a lot. That's the right. thing is that is that dude is just super uh, prolific, factory. Yeah. But that's the thing is he cranks out so much stuff, but there are so many gems in there. Some stuff. Uh, oh my God. And I, I think he just, suffered like I, if he wasn't taken serious for a while, it was because, you know, the first few uh, like movies of his to be adapted they all kind of had that they it was super formulaic you know it was like oh he's a scary car oh you're a scary dog oh you're a scary you know teen you know there wasn't you didn't have the time to really you know like get into the character building like the what he does is you know get you emotionally attached and and connected to the characters in the world that yeah. in which he created and which is why i think some of his best work that has been adapted to film and the films being great are not necessarily horror films but their films, because they're not hard, they're able to really like get you. Stand by me, Shawshank Redemption, um, at pupil. Like he's a master storyteller. Um, yeah, the, and the, those three came from the same book, and that's yeah. what's insane. Like the you, Running Man. They're running. They're running. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <a> short singer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Also came Maximum from Overdrive. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, um, yeah. No, I, so I, I see, I see what you mean. I see your point. What I love is how connected all of his properties i mean he has his own like it should be like sku the stephen king universe you know, a so hundred the million percent because there's castle like, rock everything you know? is connected that's what that, that show castle, castle rock, is rock was to yeah it's connecting all of his properties yeah you know it's all set in that part of the country it, it, and then and then the 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 dark terror series has callbacks to so oh, yeah. many of his other books yeah and um, that little easter eggs hidden along the mm-hmm. way I think yeah, because I think like he the suff- talisman was connected to it. He, he suffers from being so commercial. He's so and so his stuff is so accessible that he. Uh, that's why I say I don't think he gets oh, the credit in yeah, literary yeah. circles right. that he that he should get. But geez, if just to read a book that's just a story that's just so well put together and and surprising and can be horrifying and yeah. can be hilarious uh, and just yeah I'm I just and the depth there is he's the he's fucking brilliant. Yep. I agree. Um, so anyway, I agree. Uh, that's Carrie at number four. Was that his first? Is this his first adaptation film? Um, yeah. it could be. Huh. Yes, because it's seventy six. Um, but yeah, it, was it could Salem's be. Lot after that? Then I don't know. Salem's oh, Lot, I think, was after, and that's that was a TV show. But this is the first. Well, no, it was a movie first, and then it was a TV show. I think. Um, I think in our. But also, I think it was a short story before it was an actual novel. But it doesn't matter. Okay. But I can't remember if which came first, but. Uh, yeah, but it's great. Uh, number 13, uh, unlucky for some, is Rosemary's Baby from 1968. Rome Polanski, John Cassavetes, Mia Farrow. Good payoff on that film. Yes, very good. Yeah. Uh, one of those you didn't see it coming. Yeah. You're like, what's fucking happening? And yeah. then it takes that really fucking, which is great. I mean, yeah. these kind of films lend itself to that super plot twist mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Good and, payoff. And yeah, it's if you haven't seen it, we won't spoil it, but... Definitely check it's it great. out. Like yeah. the look on Mia Farrow's face, that one moment, I can still see it, picture it now, and you're like, Jesus yep. fucking Christ. Yep. Um, uh, but and also they they do a really good job of not showing you stuff, oh, yeah. so nope. you absolutely, which is great. And that's and, again, and your, it didn't. Your it wasn't like they didn't present you with information, and it was just like a like a not MacGuffin, but it was like it yeah. wasn't like where did that fuck did that come from you just you know yeah. changing the plot just will and it was like oh 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 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it was all yeah. fucking great all built yeah. up it wasn't really like that doctor who effect where it's like oh we're fucked now we're just, in the last minute you pull out here's like, a widget thing that solves everything yeah, yeah. or changes no, things. it yeah. was yeah it was really fucking well done um 
Uh, number 12. This is one I'm total bullshit on. Uh, the Wicker Man from 1973. I've never seen the original one. I, I, <laughs> I did see the Nick Cage remake, but I've never seen the original one. Well, fucking Nick Cage remake is very bad. Yeah. But now, don't, not saying that this doesn't have its merits. It does. Now, of course, Empire being an English magazine, this is skewed a little bit towards that. But um, it's got Christopher Lee and Britt Eklund in it and Edward Woodward, uh, who will go on to be um, uh, the equalizer um, oh, yeah. in that TV show. Uh, uh, but and, and The Wicker Man, it's not, it's not bad, but it's really kind of B grade. Um, now, and the ending and the image and is I think that's probably why. Brilliant. I mean, that's why it's on the list. Well, I'm going to read what they wrote here. The Wicker Man shouldn't really work. An outsider's view of a mythical Scotland written and directed by Englishmen, scored by an American... And, re- and replete with songs to the extent that it's practically musical. It's a minefield of elements that could all have gone horribly wrong, and yet it's all so right. Mm. That weirdness, <laughs> a crucial part of the unsettling whole, is definitely unsettling. Uh, Woodward's hapless investigations lean ex- ex- It's not unsettling to the end, though. Final devastating reveal. There's plenty of humor, but it, f- it never feels like Woodward isn't in real fright and trouble. I would say right. that's tr- correct, That's too. all accurate, yeah. The climax is as inevitable as it's horrifying. It's easy to laugh the remake, but even Hardy himself failed to recapture the dark magic with his bladed wicker tree. The Wicker Man is unrepeatable. I would say maybe, well, no, Midsummer, I which I haven't seen yet, yeah, I haven't either. is definitely in that same vein, though. Okay. Um, and I think that Ben Wheatley owes a lot of his kind of weird, disturbing kind of um, vibe that he puts in his films to this film I, and I don't know but I would say if you asked him he was probably heavily influenced by sure, this yeah. because there is, it does have that but it's also really silly so uh, and and some of the silliness can be disturbing I get it but I don't know if I would have put it at number 12 in the top 50 all time no, greatest yeah. horror movies I mean I put it somewhere in there because the the end is fucking mental. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it get, it does like a Rosemary's Baby. It just well, you can kind of feel this ominous thing coming. Sure. And it just he comes over the we all come over the hill with him, and he sees the fucking wicker man. He's like, holy shit, I'm fucked. Yeah. You know, I mean, we all felt them. Like, Why he's fucked? You know. Uh, so they did a really good job of that. And I, yeah, okay, I get that. I get, that makes sense to me. But yeah, number twelve though. Number twelve, probably not number twelve. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyway, move, move on to number, we're entering the, about to enter the top 10. Number 11, 1984's A Nightmare on Elm Street. Great movie. Yep. Totally would have put it in here. Uh, again, I don't know. I had to sit down and work it out, but this fucking film was great. And I remember watching it um, back in the day. I was probably, when I first saw this movie, I tell you, I know, it was about 17 or 18, somewhere around that time, which is the perfect time to see this film because, you know, High school age, um, yeah, and and I remember it's 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 a genius little move, you know. You what year? What year was it? It just was nineteen eighty four. Okay, I, all right. I, yeah. I, I didn't see it in the theaters. I yeah. saw it on videotape. Yeah. but um, uh, starring directed by Wes Craven, yep. the late Wes Craven, fucking brilliant, genius stuff he's done, um, uh, and of course Robert Englund as Freddie, who then went on to make. Who God knows how many more films after this? A TV show, Ten? Freddy's Nightmares, um, so which had the, his uh, his um, origin story on. That's the, which is kind of funny, right? Some of the films were fucking terrible. Number three, I would say, I still ha- hold a favorite spot. In my Dream Warriors, Dream Warriors, I'm a big yeah, fan yeah. of Dream yeah. Warriors too. Yeah. But um, the first one is oh, chilling. It's insane. Yeah, 
You know, you, you think like the whole problem when uh, the whole thing when you go see horror movies, you're scared. Is that you're scared? You're scared. You can't sleep. But once you escape to sleep, then you'll be safe. You're fine. And you're yeah. waking up saying it's yeah. all good. It's a new yep. day. This no it follows you into that respite. Yep, you that's don't where get it the starts. respite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah and it comes that's with where you. It, it all happens. So yep. that was fucking brilliantly done. Yep. And um, it's got John Saxon and in it. to create like something to, so iconic. Yeah. I mean, just you know, like yeah, he's disturbing. a burned dude with like knives yeah. coming out of his hands. And, like, whoa! And fuck. I, we always had a spirit store for Halloween store. Yes, they looking for stuff for my kids, and they still have the full Freddy outfit. Yeah. You can buy the tattered um, uh, jumper. You can buy the hat. You can buy the glove. It's all still there, and people are still dressed up as oh, them. Yeah, you know um, the song. Uh, uh, One, two. It's yeah, fucking yeah. great, man. Yeah, and great. and the you know the crossovers, the action figures, the comic book. He fucking stepped into our culture in a huge way. And yeah, he, uh, yeah, so definitely I would have put him a little bit higher on this because of that, because it's such an influence. Yeah. What number is it? Number 11. 11. Okay. All right. So there's still 10. But yeah. All right. So we're going to okay. go number 10. All number right. 10, I disagree with this thing. I think this one should have been higher. The Exorcist, 1973. I would have put this a little bit higher than number 10. Okay. Because it, it changed people's lives, man. Sure. When people went to see this in the cinema, they didn't know what the fuck they were watching. Right. Again, it's back to the Antichrist, Satan. So, you know, from a cultural perspective, from a religious perspective, sure. people know about it and then are really disturbed by it. And then just from some of the images and some of the things that was coming out of that little girl's mouth, it was like, holy fucking shit. Like she will, and has, Linda Blair has never, she's from the never end of time, yeah. will always be associated with this movie. Yep. Yep. Um, William Friedkin just, Probably the best movie. Well, I mean, he did make the French Connection too. But uh, also, Wondery, Inside Exorcist. Inside Exorcist, yeah. Check yep, that podcast, podcast out. out. It's yeah. fucking great. Yep. Max von Sydow's in this. Uh, Linda Blair. Um, it's fucking great. Yeah, it's terrific. And it's fucking <laughs> chilling. William Peter Blatty, read the book too. The book is fucking brilliant. I'm going to, a side view here for this one, Exorcist Three: The Heretic. I fucking love that film. Oh, yeah. No, it's And great. I would put yeah. that film yeah. 100% on yeah. this list too. Yeah. Um, just for cert- that one moment down the corridor with the nurse. Um, and that was directed by William Peter Blatty too. And it pulled this story. Forget about number two. Forget about the awakening. Right. This movie and Exorcist 3, that's the one story. Yeah. That's the full yeah. arc of the story. Yeah. And if you haven't seen number three, you fucking need to it's, see it. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's great. Um, so check that out number nine um, this can be on any list and any fucking genre Event Horizon uh, it is not it could be anywhere best suspense best drama best film obviously higher than number nine what is the film Adam for me oh Jaws it's Jaws oh, okay. number nine <laughs> 1975 yes agreed all we've covered things. this film yep. a billion we've talked yep. about this film yep. all the inside time. Jaws on Wondery yep. they're brilliant crushing it right now okay brilliant um Number eight, Pan's Labyrinth, 2006. This is uh, Guillermo del Toro, mm-hmm. of course. Um, and this is great. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I, don't if know I, would. If I would. Dark Fairy Tale, again. Uh, dark Fairy Tale. I think the movie is amazing. It's a fucking brilliant movie. Amazing. Yeah. Would I say it's no. a horror movie? Mm. No. I don't think it, uh, it's a dark fairy tale. You know, it, it, I, I don't think it's... Sh- I wouldn't put it on this list at all, probably. But it's a brilliant movie. Yeah. Um, well worth seeing if you haven't seen it. Um, okay number seven is Nosferatu the 1922 version this film with Max Schreck I didn't see that fucking excellent I'm sure atmosphere just dripping with atmosphere and um, 
the the what was that film with jump uh, yes um is it the shadow no what is it shadow of Vamp- the, shadow of vampire yeah is that what's called it, yeah. yeah with eddie izzard and um, uh, um willem dafoe willem dafoe yeah. as uh the max shrek yeah. the vampire character yeah. and uh, john malkovich as the as uh, fw Mornau, the mm-hmm. director the director yeah brilliantly made. awesome yeah Cor- yeah crazy and, you know great to watch you should probably i never saw the source pair i should go see or i never def- saw that yeah, yeah you should watch that and then watch um the shadow of shadow vampire of, yeah um, but yeah, this is fucking great. I mean, before Christopher Lee came down the stairs as Dracula, before Gary Allman did his mm-hmm. thing, uh, there was uh, Max Schreck doing uh, Nosferatu, uh, aka Dracula. Yeah, and it's it's silent movie, so be prepared for that if you haven't seen it. But it's just fucking just a great film to watch on a cold October night. Sure, I see you know? that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's got yeah. atmosphere coming out of, uh, that just oozes out of the screen towards you. Um, number six. This is weird, a weird one. I, I wouldn't put this this high too. I love this fucking movie though, Evil Dead Two from nineteen eighty seven, the Sam Raimi, um, and it is better than the original. It is better than the original. In, yes, well, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. But this is. I mean, it is comedy horror comedy. Yeah, I, I would. I yeah, I categorize it in this. I think it should be on the list. I think it definitely should be on the list. Whether it should be this high, I don't know. No. But I think it did start off that whole. I mean, like, I don't think without this we would have two or three at least two or three of the movies on this list already i, I would i um, would agree with that it's uh, you know it it's it's yeah it's i mean the just the the practical effects in this movie is insane yeah, how to gorilla filmmaking it is in, yeah it's absolutely and he insane. did well he did a brilliant thing he did what we what we discussed earlier on um he didn't show the fucking monster right it was just that the camera running through the forest yeah. And this, the the sound. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, we had our imaginations to fill, to in. fill in the gaps. Yeah. yeah. So and there was enough. It was so surreal, and there was enough. Yeah. Like, the book of the dead. The never really, also relentless from just not necessarily minute one, but pretty yeah. pretty early on, it just kind of kept punching you. And number punching two, you, punching you. It's fun. it's just so great and just fun and mm-hmm. funny. And then when he gets his hand chopped off and he puts a fucking chainsaw on there, yeah. of course he does. Yeah, yeah. And then he becomes a superhero. He yep. becomes Ash the superhero. And he, Bruce Campbell has like ever since has played that yeah. guy. Yeah, which is good, which is yep. great. That's terrific. Uh, number five is Halloween. Uh, the original John Carpenter, 1978, The Shadow. Sure. Uh, I fucking love this film. Yep. And um, we'll, of course, be watching it again. As far as the remakes go, um, you know, some of the ones that followed weren't bad. Like when you got to like four and five they kind of kept now number two is decent because it really yeah. is just a continuation and then number three is seasons of the witch which is a good movie <laughs> it's a great fuck movie but then they stepped away from the the michael right. myers that character. was the whole thing they were going to do it every yeah. year was every halloween would be a different halloween movie yeah. with a different tale right like like a horror twilight like a, and, yeah yeah and then um, and then they realized that they had such a franchise yeah the people were pissed off that yeah. they didn't get to see michael myers in yeah. the third one so they they just pushed past the fact that it's a good movie, yeah. Because they're all just disappointed, yeah. Um, but that is a good movie. And you should check it out. Uh, number four and five were were, were pretty good. They, they maybe it was a fifteen twenty years later. Yeah. Lawrence cast or no, I don't know, cast them, but they were they 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 were good movies. They 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 retold the story from like they had the young girl in it, and it was definitely Michael Mars again. Um, H two O wasn't bad. Um, but then they redid, then they rebooted the whole thing. Then with you know different characters essentially. Yep. And then they and just then recently, recently, last year, they made they remade the it, this third. If you you have to discount, you basically have to say, okay, I've seen the original Halloween and I've seen Halloween two, and then you watch that one, the yep. Danny McBride 
um, what's his name, Adam McKay uh, film with Jamie Lee Curtis in it. And it's fucking great. Yeah. So as a one, um, two, three trilogy, and next year comes... Um, two and... Th- well, two and three, right? Like pretty much back to back. Yeah, I think there's two yeah. more, right? Two more. Um, yeah. I can't remember what they're called. Halloween, uh, right? Dead yeah. Rising, Mike, Die, Michael, Die, whatever. But yeah, the music is fucking excellent. The Shatner mask without the so, eyebrows so is creepy. fucking excellent. Um, yeah, I'm going to dress up as him for Halloween. So um, number four is we're into the top five now number five halloween 1978 john carpenter number four is another john carpenter film which we fucking love and we've talked about in nausea the thing the thing yeah of course all right it's Perfect. fucking brilliant yep and it's 1982 and the effects it's the fucking mood yep. it's in the snow it's just a fucking it's, brilliant again film. it's that whole like a near perfect a movie yep and there's nowhere to go you have to face this yep you the know. practical effects again were insane. Yeah. If you haven't uh, seen this film, what the fuck's wrong with yep. you? We've talked about so I much. If it's we we oh no Carpenter Fest we, this we've year inter- is the fog. We, we've we've introduced this film at least once. Oh um, yeah, around the city. You we've know. talked about it enough. That oh, it's fucking great. Um, all number, right, number three. Yep, this is way off. Scream from nineteen ninety six. Can't be number three. No, in the number top three 50 is hard. Of all time. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd I put it in the top twenty. I, I, I kind of feel like it, you, we do. I don't know what Empire had to say about this, but I bet that Scream is responsible for the resurgence and in, in modern horror. I think horror was kind of going off, maybe a little bit off the rails, and this kind of made it more in a CW way, kind of cerebral. Yeah, like, in you know, a CW and also, way, perfectly puppet. Um, you know, kind of like, hey. You know, like also horror movies take, are like great. self-aware, you yeah. know, like the self-aware horror. And then it spawned, you know, maybe not all great movies, but, you know, like things uh, like I Know You Did Last Summer, Final Destination. Yeah. Um, you know, all of those in the 90s. All those CW horror movies. All those movies. CW horror movies. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I love that. But you're right. I mean, I, I, I don't know if it should be number three, though. I think that. At the oh, time, I think it was great, man. It, all those slasher movies were overplayed. It was way overplayed. Sure. And it was yeah. the same and, story. And that over was it. That's what this is saying. And that was like, why it was great. That's what they say in the movie, too. Like, it's all yeah. overplayed. This so is how it, it's going to go. It, and it had it's, twists yeah, upon as twists. You said self aware. Yeah. It's winking at the camera the whole time. Yeah. But I don't know if it's number what, three. Wow. Also, at the same time, keeping you guessing, you really didn't know what was going on, right. who the killers were. Yeah. Um, you know, it, nothing was revealed. It, it just and it killed Drew Barrymore at the start, which is good. Like a Again, shocking start. like you're just like, what? She's not dead? How could yeah. she be? She's Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I'm going to read what they say here because we're getting close to the end. Genre just deconstruction had been done before, but Kevin Williamson's canny, clever, extra extra meta screenplay in the hands of Wes Craven made Scream that much more special. Taking the slasher film apart didn't stop the bloody tide of ripoffs and spoofs that followed, but which I'm sure they knew it was going to yeah. happen anyway. Yeah. But it gave audiences a fresh eye with which to view them. Added to that, great work from the likes of Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, brilliant. Yep. Scary scary phone voice maestro Roger L. Jackson it means that it functions as an effective thriller within its own self referential t- trappings now I will say that's a that's a pretty good review but and I will say too Ghostface he's everywhere you go into any oh, Halloween yeah. store yep. you can yep. buy Ghostface yep. you can get a fucking knife you can you know you can probably buy a microphone thing to make your voice sound yep. like his and sure. all that do you like scary movies yep. you know definitely but not number three I think it does. It's done a lot, and it, it it's. I, I would say it's top ten. Part of what, what I would we, say top ten. Even if you want to just put it at ten, I'd say maybe, that it maybe ten because I think of how much it has done for horror, and it is so ubiquitous now. Right, maybe that, you know you can have a scarier movie, but if no one knows about it, then how good could it have actually yeah. been? Are you doing all right for time? 
Uh, yeah, I got ten more minutes. So. All right, good. Yeah. Well, we're gonna wrap up ten. Minutes, all right, let's everybody. do it. Yeah. So that's number three. Um, we can debate about that all day. I'm sure. sure. Number two from 1979 is Ridley Scott's Alien. Of course. Yep. Fine. I'm fine with that. Bang on. I think. Yeah. Yep. Perfect it's placement. Just a fucking excellent. I'd say top film. five. Yeah. You know, you put you watch this and the thing back to back. Yeah. It's a great little. You Saturday got a nice night. Saturday night. Yeah. You know, um, do you want to talk about this film at all or? No, I mean, I think we've, well, we, again, we've talked about this ad nauseum. I think, um, capitalizing on this big, you know, budget sci-fi zeitgeist Mm -hmm. that was happening, um, having HR Geiger's like really trippy ass work involved, um, just creating this whole world. Uh, it was superhuman. I mean, there was just like, you know, like, oh, this is what it's gritty and dirty and like, no, this is probably what being in space is like. And then on top of that, you find like, maybe this is what it will be like when we, when we discover uh, so, yeah. some out there you know um from I, I th- multiple different awful creatures that from the face hugger yeah to the actual alien yeah just like it's, chest it's evolution like a, like alien. a bug you know it's like a larva and pupa and then like, like it just that invasive in your like on your face down your throat yeah. laying something inside you yep the chest buster scene like the fucking shock and a horror oh yeah i remember watching that when I, and i was probably a Way too young was, to watch this film. Uh, same. And yeah. just just disturbed by it on yeah. a really deep level and was uh, nightmares for fucking ages oh, yeah, sure. after this. Yep. What a fucking... The Great. music, everything. All, just everything. T- perfectly yep. toned. And it, like you said, the way everything looks, truckers in space. Oh my God. Dirty, didn't give a fuck. You know, like, I mean, that's what it would look like in the far-flung future right. if we got there. Yeah. Um, what a fucking movie and and then the claustrophobia the oh, ship yeah, itself that's what I mean. like, is is part of the movie you know um and 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 then keeping the alien off camera like even now it was only till years and years and years later that you actually figured out like what the fuck it was almost right. you know yeah. from like and that kind of did a disservice like the more we find out about it the more it's you know le- it's less frightening to right. us you know um, yeah, keeping it in the dark in the shadows and right, you know, only seeing bits and pieces of it, and knowing that yeah, it was it terrifying. Yeah, it's yeah, and then Ian Holm as the fucking great. out of control um uh, 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 robot. Yep. Um, as Ash, uh, uh, and I will say this again: I still haven't been able to finish that Alien fucking video game. <laughs> I'm, I'm still scared. I'm as Adam Roberts, our good friend, would say, he's just stuck hiding in a locker somewhere. <laughs> yeah. As am I, as scared out of my fucking mind. A perfectly toned video game sure. as well. So check that one out too. Um, uh, and then number one um, is a film. I'm not going to say anything if I agree with this. I'm going to say it's The Shining from 1980. Stanley Kubrick's um, uh, The Shining starring Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall. Um, and uh, yeah. It's telling the people who made this list really like loaded this list up with psychological th- thrillers like yeah. movies where, you know, like if you're like this, this, what's scary about this isn't necessarily that, you know, you're being chased by an axe wielding maniac, but to watch Jack's descent, the watch Jack Nicholson's descent from, hey, I'm just an average ordinary Joe, you know, a father trying to make ends meet. And now something has snapped in my brain. And, you know, like yeah. that's terrifying to think that you could become that yeah. unwittingly and unwillingly. Yeah. And again, the. Wow, no, it's just. This is a fucking classic. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I don't know if it put it number, number one. Number one? Yeah, I don't know either. Again, I, I would not. I probably wouldn't. I, wouldn't. I wouldn't either, but yeah. it is fucking chillingly eerie 
the hotel again. Also, Wait, what year was this? Nineteen eighty. Eighty. Okay. So the hotel yeah. again takes its own takes a life on it. Like it yeah. becomes a character in the film. Yep. Um, uh, Stephen King hated it. Sure. He fucking hated this film. Like to, to the point where he actually rewrote like a TV show that starred the guy from Wings that was on oh, maybe yeah, ten yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote it himself so he could do it right. Sure. Um, he hated this version of it. I think it's fucking brilliant. Like the just visually the way it looks sometimes like those specific images of the blood coming yeah. down the corridor yeah and um, the the what the no not knowing what the fuck is going on when he's just he walks up to a bar and there's a guy behind the bar I'm like where the fuck did where, he come where'd from? he come from yeah what's happening yeah. here yeah you know and to um, we're gonna spoil the end of this here from the end uh, from well the soundtrack's fucking oh, great it's amazing and then the end of it where he's in the fucking picture i'm getting goosebumps yeah he's in the fucking picture he's one of the fucking Group. yeah he's smiling, right there in the front with a, with a beer back, yeah you know at you um the the iconic here's johnny chopping down the fucking bathroom Red rum door. come play with us i mean it, yeah it's there's the, so much in this film and 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 apropos for us to talk about it now because dr sleep is the sequel the long await sequel was about to come out yeah with ewan mcgregor and yeah. it looks fucking great i think it looks good looks and fun. they have the same music and everything mm-hmm. i mean yeah this is um the isolation the loneliness yep um, this is a really really great film and, and really super well made for a genre movie from a fucking oh, yeah. from a fucking genius yep. Stanley Kubrick but I don't know if I would have put it at number one but hey man that's yeah, okay that's fine yeah um, um, there's I think there's a there's a documentary about the making of this film that you should check out I can't remember what it's called though um, but it's uh, yeah it's excellent but Stephen King hated it so yeah. and that's it that's the according to these guys according to Empire top 50 did they leave any out Adam did they leave any out oh I'm sure I mean there's st- a, such a there's so many I I think that some of the t- when you know we we ran through the top 20 pretty quickly um, I think some of those should have been reorganized the, fir- the first 20 yeah 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 um, but yeah I don't I mean I don't know like Silent Night Deadly Night that to me that was that's a fucking scary movie to yeah. me that was like you know and it's to oh, me, but when you saw it too, when you're sure kid, how when you, you when you saw it, um, I try to think of, I don't know. It's just like, there's so much out there. I can't, I would say black Christmas for me. Black Christmas is a good one. Is, yeah. Uh, is a film that I was fucking scared shitless watching. Um, I'm going to put, um, you know what I would put on this? I would possibly put the first it movie. No, not the original what? TV show, but the, the, the one from a couple oh, just, years ago. Yeah. 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 I thought that was excellent. Um, I've seen it, which we'll probably cover in the next podcast, because uh, I've seen chapter two as well. Um, which yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But the first one I thought was fucking excellent, um, and I might have squeezed, tried to squeeze that in here. I thought it was really good. And then I would definitely um, put Jacob Ladder in here too. Oh which yeah, I loved that film. Yep. Um, I can't watch it to this day because it disturbed me so much when I saw it first again. Let's talk about being subjective. It was all about what I was going through at the time in my life mm-hmm. when I saw that film. And it was, I made myself go see it and I really didn't want to. And I can still remember walking to the movie theater, scared before it even started. And it was just so disturbing to me. So I, like I said, I can't even watch that movie today. But uh, that film, I would definitely, that would be in my top 10 for sure. Um, again, it, not in everybody's, but in mine for sure. Just because, you know, this is a super subjective list. So it looks like, um, so for Shocktober at Screenland, 
where are we at today? So um, you still have an opportunity to go check out um, Scream and The Exorcist. Um, there's a couple of John Car- Carpenter movers, Halloween. Um, what else? Uh, Night of the Living Dead, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, <laughs> um, which, you know, God, that's such a fun movie. Um, so there's plenty of opportunities out there to, to, to see some of these, these films. And most of those, honestly, I think that list, a lot of that list is streaming. Um, so you can find them pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, Her- I think Hereditary was the last one I saw that really just fucking did me in. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Well, um, probably um, it probably I don't know, but I don't know if it did. Me. I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was just it was really well acted and just well put together and really jumpy and scary and disturbing. Yeah, um, you know, more than kids, man. That's always really oh, fucked up. So yeah, um, but yeah, that's well, it. Cool. So. That's our little Halloween, and we'll probably go out with some creepy music as we came in with some creepy music, right. or as I'm gonna fool. You're just gonna fuck with it's me. It's gonna be you know, straight into the Christmas music. Yeah, but thanks for listening, everybody. As always, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at h space invaders and our Twitter on Twitter. Twitter is the same. Facebook page is out there too. Headspace Invaders on Facebook. Please rate the show and yeah, um, you, you know, share it with your friends that'd sure. be super duper Just throw a star or two three four five no, if you feel we, like five talked, stars all right five stars five sorry, only sure. right. don't fucking right. review yeah. us if you don't yeah. give us five just stuff the ballot box yeah. um yeah but uh thanks again for listening yeah, and thank uh, you to wallace yeah thanks a lot to wallace uh happy halloween everybody good luck <laughs> you need it Ooh.